Again, just as a reminder, uh, we will be together tonight, Thursday night, Mining the Riches of the Parsha. I hope that you'll join us. And with God's help tomorrow morning, 10 at 9, then we will take a break. So starting Sunday, February 20th, we will be on hiatus and we will resume Sunday, March 6th. And for the Thursday night class, we will be on hiatus February 20 and March 4th, but we will resume March 6th. And again, remember, I will be sending out the daily emails. So if you're not already signed up and when you would like to get a daily email with last year's learning, uh, please just let me know and I'd be happy to add you. Good morning. Today is Thursday. February 17th, 2022. At some point next Shabbos, not this Shabbos, but next Shabbos, where we read the Parsha of Vayakel, and the Shabbos after that, where we read the Parsha of Pekudei, you are going to ask yourself a question. Why do we have these two Torah portions? They are totally redundant to the first two portions we had about the Mishkan, the sanctuary the Jewish people were commanded to build, the Parsha of Truma two weeks ago, and last week's Parsha of Tetzaveh. Not only are they totally redundant, Vayakel and Bakude, but internally, those two portions themselves are extremely repetitive. The same details are repeated several times in those two portions. The entire section of those two portions, next week Vayakel and the week after Pekude, really could have been just one single verse. Because we already know all of the details of the Mishkan. We know the utensils, we know the garments, we know the materials, we know the dimensions, and the only thing there is left to say is one posik. Kechal asher tziva Hashem es Moshe. Everything that God commanded Moshe in the building of the Mishkan. Kain asu b'nei Yisrael es kol The children of Israel did it. They did everything that God had commanded. That's really all there is. Why two long, redundant, repetitive portions when it could have been reduced and condensed to one single verse? There are several answers to this question. But here's one that involves the narrative of our Torah portion, the Parsha of Kisisa, which contains the central narrative of the terrible disaster of the Egel Hazahav, the building of the golden calf. But first, let's take a step back. When did God command the Jewish people to build the Mishkan? And of course, the question of when God commanded it is connected to why did God command it? And there are two basic approaches among the commentaries to this central question. 
One approach is the approach of Ramban, Nachmanides, Rabbi Moshe ben Nachman. He writes that it was always God's plan to command the Jewish people to build the Mishkan. And the reason is because there was the revelation at Sinai, Matan Torah, God spoke to the entire Jewish people, the Aserah Sedibros, the Ten Commandments. It was an overwhelming event. It was a climactic event, a once-in-all-history event. And God wanted a way to continue the moment forward, to continue the closeness between God and man, to continue the intimacy between God and the Jewish people. And so therefore, God wanted, as a follow-up to Sinai, to command the building of the Mishkan to elongate, to continue that moment on a permanent basis. And we discussed this before. This explains, according to the Ramban, the order of these Torah portions, which is chronological. We have the giving of the Torah at Mount Sinai. Then we have Truma and Tetzaveh commanding to build the Mishkan. We have a bump in the road of our Parsha Kisisa, the golden calf, the Egel Azov. Maybe that's going to put everything on hold. But in our Parsha, it gets back on track when God ultimately forgives the Jewish people for the sin of the golden calf. And then we continue with Fayakel and Pekude, the actual building of the Mishkan. Makes perfect sense, chronological order. But Rashi has another approach. And Rashi's approach to the order of the portions does not call for chronological order. And Rashi says as follows. God's original plan did not include commanding the Jewish people to build the Mishkan, a sanctuary that would travel through them through the desert. God only came up with this idea, so to speak, after the sin of the golden calf. When God realized that the Jewish people could not sustain a pure abstraction of God, invisible, unknowable, that was really at the heart of the sin of the golden calf. However you understand it, the people needed something. They needed a representation of something. They needed something visible, something tangible. Okay, they made a mistake in how they did it. But God saw from that mistake that God needed to rechannel that need in a legitimate manner. And so God commanded the Mishkan, which was a visible structure that would be the location of the direct relationship between God, invisible, unknowable, and mankind. And therefore, according to Rashi, all four of the portions relating to the Mishkan, Truma, Titzave, Vayakel, Pekude, should have been after 
this week's Torah portion of Kisisa. Because Kisisa, our portion, which contains the golden calf, is the impetus for the entire project of building the Mishkan. So, we discussed before why, thematically, the first two portions of Truma and Tetzaveh are placed before Kisisa, before the golden calf, out of chronological order. We discussed one approach to that before, in the name of Dr. Torsky. But according to Rashi, the next two portions, Vayakil and Bakude, are in chronological order after the golden calf. In response to the golden calf, God commanded, build the Mishkan. But the question remains, according to Rashi, why do these last two portions have to be so long? And why are they so repetitive? So this is an approach, among many others, that has a tremendously important lesson, especially for us in our day. The central mistake of the golden calf is that the people decided for themselves how God was to be served. The problem was that it's not our decision. God decides how God is to be served. And God said, no graven images. So even if we think we have a good reason to set that aside, even if another way of serving God is more meaningful to us, it speaks to us. It's not our call. It's God's call. And that was their mistake in building this golden calf. And that is what God needed to correct in commanding the Mishkan, the movable sanctuary, and later the Beit HaMikdash, the holy temple in Jerusalem. There is a textual theme that runs through the next two portions, Vayakil and Pekude. This theme is so strong, it is repeated with slight variations of the wording 21 times in just these two portions. It forms a leitmotif that underpins the entire passage of these two portions. For example, at the very beginning of next week's Torah portion, Vayakel, Moshe says to the children of Israel, this is what God had commanded, take offerings of gold and silver and copper. I know it's all repetitious from the Parsha Truma and the wood and the oil for the anointing and 
all repetitious. Vayasu es kol asher Hashem. And the Jewish people did everything that God had commanded. Over and over in these last two Torah portions, Vayakil and Bakude, next week and the week after, please, as you're learning them, as you hear them, as you read them, notice this phrase in one form or another, over and over, after every section of these two portions, Kasher Tziva Hashem, just as God commanded. Until we get to the end when it's complete and the Torah says near the end of the Parsha Pekudei, Kechol Asher Tziva Hashem Es Moshe, according to all that God had commanded Moshe, Cain Asu B'nei Yisrael Eis Kol Ho'avodah that is exactly what the Jewish people did. All of the work, exactly as God had commanded Moshe. Vayar Moshe is called Hamlacha. And Moshe saw all the work that the Jewish people had done in building the Mishkan. Vihine osu osa kasher tziva Hashem. Kain osu. They had done the work exactly precisely according to what God had commanded and Moshe blessed the people for doing so for learning the lesson of the terrible mistake they had done with a golden calf and then and only then the very end of the Parsha Pekudei, Vayachaz Ha'anon Es Ohel Moed, Ukvod Hashem Malay Es HaMishkan. God's cloud of glory descended over the structure that the Jewish people had built according to what God had commanded. And the glory of God filled this structure and with that the lesson is learned and the book of Shemos the second book of the Torah the book of Exodus comes to an end the sin of the golden calf has been fixed and the book of redemption is complete my friends, I want to wish you a wonderful day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.